We're trying to adapt our family business to the pandemic. We don't have the same business as before. Do you have any suggestions as to how psychology might help? So in any situation that's challenging, it's really important to distinguish between the challenge and you. And the kind of hypnotic nature of how attention and the mind works can often be a problem here because when something seems challenging, your attention can be very easily drawn into it. And to some degree, that makes sense. You obviously want to be aware of challenges that are there. That's going to be important. So your head isn't in the sand. But at the same time, if your attention gets too drawn into it, what can then happen is you kind of don't have any space outside of the challenges to be able to think about them clearly and to be able to come up with solutions. So being solution focused really then is the priority. So the example of the captain of the ship is useful here. For somebody not that experienced as the captain, seeing bad weather at sea, seeing a bit of a storm, understandably, their attention might be captivated by that. And they might go, oh my God, there's a big storm or there's big waves. But uh, while we would want to recognize that, what we would also want to do is sort of step back and go, okay, what tools do I have at my disposal? What are the options? How can I best navigate in the face of what's in front of me? So that's kind of the second part, acknowledging, but then responding in some shape or form. So what are the options when it comes to something like a pandemic? Taking a positive approach is important. Remember, positive in this sense means being constructive. It doesn't mean pretending everything's great when it isn't, but it means being constructive. So my old example of the firefighter, I think, is useful here, which is that a firefighter is positive, but that doesn't mean they think there are no fires. It doesn't mean they think the fire is good. They fully admit that there's a fire, they see it, and they think it's bad. But what makes them positive or constructive is that they are going to do something about it. Actually, the bigger the fire, in a way, the more motivated they are and the more they'll draw on whatever supports are available to be able to address it constructively. So something like this is is the kind of approach that's going to be useful. While there are some options that aren't available, and something like a pandemic will do that, it'll cut some of the options that are there that were maybe there before. Let's not focus too much on what isn't available. The question is, what is available? What options are there that you can take? And literally just get the pen and paper out and start to explore those options and you know, weigh them up against each other and take whatever looks like the least worst one. You know, so shifting the attention in that direction. And when you start to shift the attention in that direction, uh, what can happen is that you may have a terrible idea then another terrible idea, and then another pretty useless one, and then an okay one, and then another terrible one, and then a brilliant one, and then another brilliant... And that's what starts to happen because sometimes the mind needs to be unpacked. So be a bit careful about kind of half thinking about these problems as you go about your day and not being that inspired by the ideas that come up. Be careful about assuming that that's representative of the ideas that you're capable of having because if you're to stop and meditate on it for a while... Or if you were to get the pen and paper out and give it a bit of attention, you'd be amazed what can come up. Some great ideas can come. Sometimes they will come immediately, but sometimes it'll take a little bit of time and you need to create space for that, a conducive environment to that. So if you're in panic mode, you're focusing on the challenges and you're not giving that space for those ideas, well, then we're probably not going to start flowing at all. So that uh, is really uh, important to appreciate that you can give yourself that attention. And... Sometimes one of the strategies that's needed, you take whatever options are available, 
But one of the strategies in a challenging situation that can't be changed is actually just waiting. We sometimes forget about that. Uh, weathering the storm, so to speak. So when we think about weather patterns, we know if it's windy and stormy outside that that is maybe a better moment to just stop and, you know, batten the hatches and just kind of wait it out a little bit. Now, I know I appreciate that it can be hard to wait perpetually, so <laughs> maybe you have to have that approach and some other approaches. Maybe there are other things you can be doing in the meantime. But the, the seasonal approach uh, that farmers take is, is a nice metaphor to go to here because the farmer, you know, doesn't get infuriated every time winter, winter comes. I, I presume they don't anyway, otherwise they wouldn't be happy each year. They don't get infuriated when winter comes uh, and go, well, what the hell's wrong and what can I do about it? They kind of know that's part of the game. They know that winter is going to be very different than summer. Spring is going to be different than autumn. So they plan around that. So just as we have seasons in a given year, some businesses, of course, do have seasons as well in terms of what they expect in terms of customers through the door. Equally, uh, there are bigger seasons, which might be like decades. They might be every every few decades. They might be centuries. They might be millennia and so on, where if you look at the world, cycles do tend to happen. And things like pandemics, unfortunately, do tend to happen as really challenging as they are. So it's kind of part of the nature of the world we're in. So again, the idea there is not to spend too much time resisting what is, but to spend more time acknowledging that we're at a certain point in a pattern and then using that time well. So this might be a really good time to reflect a little bit about what you're doing, make sure it is a fit for purpose. Is it the kind of thing that there's going to be demand that is going to return sooner or later? If so, brilliant. You know, maybe waiting it out is the strategy then that's needed, just minimizing uh, your exposure at the moment and, you know, letting a little bit of time pass by. Or maybe it's the case that actually there's a great need for what you're doing right now, but it's just the way that you used to deliver it or, 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 or the way you used to operate isn't a fit for where we are in the world today. So maybe that needs to be adapted. And the other thing you can also do is use this time to rescale, to update, to upgrade. And sometimes we don't have enough of that time. So although we might have chosen for this to be that time, why not use it and take advantage of it? So when we are hopefully sooner rather than later in a better place, you're then ready to go. And it has been like the passing of the seasons. It's time spring comes again and you know, you're kind of ready to go, ready to hit the ground running. So all of that is going to really help. It doesn't guarantee, of course, that everything's going to pan out, but you can never guarantee everything's going to pan out. But what you can do is be constructive and get yourself in that space. And the worst thing that will do is make you feel better. The best thing it'll do is make you feel lots better and also hopefully have positive outcomes that come from it as well. Another consideration here is your customers. So... I was talking more about you and your mindset, but from the perspective of your customers, make sure you're reassuring them if that's needed. You know, it depends on what kind of business you're running. If you're running a business where maybe they could be coming, but they're not, why is that is the, is the question. And maybe, maybe they don't even know you're open, you know, so do communicate with them. Maybe they do know you're open, but they have a kind of a negative image of what it'll be like to go to where you are. Now, maybe that's right and maybe it's not appropriate to have them over or maybe it's completely wrong uh, because your business is different than other things they're thinking of or because you've 
put appropriate measures in place and it is actually okay. So the communicating that's really important. It's, it's not good enough that the quality is there if people don't actually know it's there as well. So sharing that can be really helpful and not in any kind of a demanding way, but just communicating literally. So if people use your business at all, that's because there's some value to it. So it's nice to think of ways of reaching out with that value right now. And even if it isn't in the form of paid business just yet, uh, you can still develop and maintain those relationships with people. So it'll hopefully be that sooner rather than later. And if that is possible now, then yes, all the better. You can communicate and make sure that happens as well. So one way of kind of pulling this together, a relatively simple technique, but a good one, and you can do this just in your mind's eye or with a pen and paper, is consider two circles. So one circle is uh, your customer or your client or whoever it is that you help in the work that you do. And just to think about their needs, but their needs right now, because it might be different than six months ago or a year ago, it might be that they're in a different place now in terms of what they need and the way they need it. So thinking about what they need right now and focusing on that. And, you know, you can spend a bit of time on this, of course, but don't take long to do it. Do it quickly, but then come back and revisit it if you need to. And then the other thing is another circle, which is you and your skills and abilities, what you're kind of all about. And again, you can spend a bit of time focusing on that. Well, what are you most equipped to be able to help people with at the moment? And what we're interested in is if you overlap those circles together is what's in the middle? What's the intersection of those two circles? What's the stuff you're good at and equipped to do and interested in, but they also need right now? And really focusing in on that and committing your attention and your resources to that because that's what's going to work. What that is, of course, is going to vary massively from business to business, industry to industry, profession to profession, but it does exist. And the important point is you may have done an exercise like this before, but it may be out of date because values and priorities change as the environment changes around people. So if you can consider something like that, that, that's really, really useful. And this, of course, applies if you're starting a business now or just trying to uh, keep a business uh, running right now. Either way, the same principle is going to apply. And it's probably a good exercise to do on an ongoing basis anyway, because sometimes there's a bit of mission drift that happens over the course of time where we're not as tuned in as we could be to customer needs. So good businesses tend to do that. Because if you're really focused on caring for and serving other people well, bringing value to their lives, but you're also focused on what you're all about, then it's actually sustainable. If you were to just focus on people's needs, but not who you are, it wouldn't be sustainable because you'd be going outside of your range of competency. If on the other hand, you just focused on what you're all about, but you didn't give a damn about what people need, it's not really going to have any traction. People aren't going to be interested in it. Uh, and especially in a moment like this, having that kind of zoomed in awareness of where people are at is important. Uh, you can do any number of things to help this. You can ask friends and family. You can ask customers. You can survey people. You can do whatever you need to. But at least if you're looking in that direction and giving it any attention, you're going to get, I think, some pretty good ideas which should help. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.